At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Brand Mary Podcast. I am so excited that you are joining me today. If you're listening in because of today's topic, which is all about sharing your story online, welcome, because this is one of my favorite things to talk about. I'm starting to realize that I say that quite often, um, that this is one of my favorite things to talk about, but I only talk about the things that I enjoy. (laughs) So here we are. Today's topic is going to be all about storytelling. And since it's all about storytelling, why not a little story on how we got here? So if you've been following along, we recently wrapped up our launch for Roadmap to Freedom. It was so fun to talk about this program again. Not to get like all into what Roadmap to Freedom is, but it is the first group program I ever created. And it I always say it's my baby. It's like the baby of my business. Aside from one-on-one, it is the thing that I have consistently offered. And pretty much every single year of my business, I have run it at least once and some years even twice. The last time we launched it was 2021 and we ran the program into 2022 with the intention to to launch later that year, but uh, things got a little, you know, crazy and um thrown off course due to medical things last year and health and so we decided not to launch it. And that was hard and by the end of the year, you know, by the by fall I was like, I don't know if I can wait that long. So Delane and I put together a launch pretty fast, probably the fastest we've we've done it and during the holidays and I'm just so excited to share that it was an amazing launch. I'm going to be doing a launch debrief for you in a future episode. I have not done something like this before, and I'm not even going to lie. I'm a little nervous. I don't want everything that I talk about to be focused on money. That's always been a goal for me, that I'm focused more on like what having this business can provide you and supporting you in getting there in a very sustainable way. But I also realize, because I'm this type of person as well, that like diving into numbers and behind the scenes is so beneficial as we grow our businesses. And so I want to be able to provide that to you. And so for the first time, I was like taking notes throughout the launch so that I could create this episode for you and share, you know, we always track our analytics and all of those different things, but I'm excited to kind of break down what this launch looked like. And I'm going to be sharing that in a in a future episode, but it was an amazing launch. We had about um, 30... over $38,000 in sales. And minus ad spend, we had $37,000 in revenue coming in from this one product. And so, you know, I think that's important to share too, because people don't share that information. They're like, it was this number of a launch, but then they don't share like their, their expenses and their advertising. And I historically do not spend a lot of money on ads. I take a very organic approach to marketing. And so I'm excited to share that with you in a future episode. But as I was going through and updating the course materials and um, enhancing the program as I do every single time we launch and run it live, I came across this audio training. 
it's a video, naturally, and watching the video was a little bit of a like, oh my gosh, I recorded it in 2019. Actually, in the same house I'm I'm recording this in right now, which at the time was my parents' house. But if you've been following along, we bought my parents' house in January, and we are living here, fixing it up and turning it into an investment property. And so the room that is now our bedroom is where I recorded this video. I It was 2019. We had just sold our other house. It was just like a whirlwind. And uh, I was watching this video looking at like 2019, Michelle listening to the the video to make sure you know everything is still relevant and something that I want to share you know with my paying clients and one I was blown away that the things that I talked about are still incredibly true today and are still things I talk about today like anytime I find old videos especially old videos related to branding and brand storytelling the principles are still true and this particular video why I created as part of a summit, it was a special interview that I, uh, training that I had done paired with an interview. And it's such a valuable resource that I wanted to share it with you. Because as we talked about in our 2023 marketing predictions, brand storytelling, personal branding is just so incredibly important right now. I mean, we are seeing such an incredible uptick in platforms like TikTok, like Instagram Reels, like YouTube Shorts, you know, these video platforms, even Pinterest, showing more personal brands, showing more behind the scenes of life. Even if they don't have, even if you don't have a lifestyle brand, showing people your life, the behind the scenes. And there's a strategy to this. And it's something that I'm seeing on these platforms where I wonder if these people are going to burn out because there is an art to sharing your story and there is an art to what you share and what you don't share and how you share as it grows your business. It's like all these calculations, exactly what I break down in this audio that I'm going to share in today's episode. And I wanted you to have your hands on this because We're going to be talking a lot about brand storytelling more and more in the coming months with a new, you know, mini course coming out this year on brand storytelling because the demand for it is so intense with the way video is changing, with the way content creation is changing. Brand storytelling is so important, but when not done strategically can lead to burnout. It can lead to, um, being uninspired by your business. It can lead to a lot of perfectionism, imposter syndrome elements coming up. And this is something that I'm seeing a lot on TikTok. And um, I have heard a couple podcasts that I like to tune into talking about it as well. And I'm not going to go into all of that in this episode. Maybe I'll create one later on, actually, now that I'm talking about it. I was like, oh, I got a lot to say on this. (laughs) Maybe we'll explore it later. But um, just how it's not sustainable to just constantly be showing up and sharing every single part of your life. That is not the approach that I've ever taken with brand storytelling. And I hope that this episode kind of sheds a little bit of light on how you share the messy moments, how you can use storytelling to grow your business, and you can take some of these principles and start applying them today. So again, this is a a repurposed video that I recently discovered again, and I wanted to share it with you. 
So I hope that you enjoy this episode and it serves you at this time when so much of marketing and content and everything is always changing, but more and more personal branding, brand storytelling is becoming incredibly important. And before I jump into today's episode, if you are on my email list, you also know that we brought back my branding course. My branding course, You Branded, has gotten a revamp with updated trainings and updated workbooks now organized um, in you know, edit Google Drive documents that you can actually edit. We also have some additional bonus content in there and new training videos. And I am excited that we've added these updates to you, Branded. And to celebrate this week only, we are running a flash sale. So you should have gotten a link if you're on my email address. And if you're not on my email address, what are you even doing if you're not in the email community? Um, but you can head to youbrandedcourse.com and you can get more details on this program. Again, this is not a new program. I have had hundreds and hundreds of students. I think we counted the other day, standalone you branded students. We've had 500, 500, close to 550 inside going through this program. But these principles are also taught inside of Roadmap to Freedom. They've also been taught inside of Brand Mary Academy. They've been taught in all of my programs. This is my signature uh, framework for branding. And so if this episode speaks to you, if you know you really want to be focusing on personal branding, showing up, creating a brand that feels good and aligned and sharing your story online, then you branded is the best place to get started. You can go to youbrandedcourse.com to get all the details during this special promo period. Okay. I'm so excited for you to listen to this training slash episode, and we're going to jump into it now. Welcome to your video training on the art of sharing your story. I want to break this up into a couple different sections, and my intention with creating this video is to, number one, talk about the importance of sharing your story. Number two, talk about some objections or fears that I hear from women every day in the online space around sharing their story. And number three, I want to talk about what sharing your story actually means when it comes to producing amazing content. So let's kick it off with talking about the importance of sharing your story. Now, at the end of the day, our primary goal is to build the know, like, and trust factor with our audience. This is ultimately why people buy, why people do business with you. At the end of the day, you're not really selling a product. You're not even selling a service. You're selling some sort of transformation. So what we really want to focus on is not just the one time, here's your product, here's your service, but what they're ultimately investing in. And nothing, nothing does that better than making the connection through story. Now, one thing I want you to remember is that story is what people actually remember. If you have a conversation with someone through DMs, if you hear somebody on live video, if you have a conversation with them in person at a networking event, you don't remember the statistics or the logistics of what they're talking about. You remember the details that are associated with story, right? This is really, really important because sometimes we're really concerned with the statistics or my top three tools or do this to get this, and we miss 
the really, really important piece that's going to allow them to actually remember all of that information. So story is critical in actually getting our audience to not just respond to what we're putting out into the world, but to also remember it. And it is through remembering it that you can build a thriving community, you create those fans that keep coming back for more, those people that can't stop thinking about your offer and just need to take action and ultimately work with you. That's why story is so, so important. People ultimately want to be seen, they want to be heard, and they want to be understood. And when we can incorporate story, not just in our posts on Instagram, but in our sales pages, through our branding as a whole, as an element of emotional branding, through our about me pages, you name it, story can be in there. And when we have it in there, that's when our audience feels a connection. That's when we share something personal about our lives or maybe our clients' lives or a story that we saw third person a long time ago, right? Story can be multiple things. But when we share that element with our audience and it's something that they can relate to, suddenly they feel seen, heard, and understood. And that just builds deeper trust with our audience. Okay, let's dive into two of the top objections, or maybe they're just fears, that people encounter all the time when it comes to sharing their story. So number one is, how do I know what parts of my story to actually share? Now, if you've worked with me, you've gone through the story portion of the brand, right? Identifying those three transitions as a way to create your profitable brand, as a way to decide on your niche or your service that you're offering, as a way to put you into your brand as a whole. But story goes beyond just those three transitions, and it actually encompasses our everyday life. In fact, I share more about my everyday life life than I do those three transitions. So you've done some of the beginning work in regards to story work, but we have to keep going. And one of the things that I hear time and time again is, why would people care, right? How do I know if someone's going to care about something that my son did or something that happened to me over the weekend? And I have the easiest solution to said problem. And it's a simple question that I want you to get into the habit of asking yourself. So anytime you have a story in your mind, and hopefully you're getting to a place where you're constantly writing down these life events and moments that have happened to you as a way to have a story bank going that you can tap into at any time. So let's say you tap into that story bank and you come across a story and you write it all out and you're like, okay, this feels really good. I'm excited to share this. I want you to ask yourself, what type of value does this provide my audience? OMG, I finally made a physical planner. Truth be told, I created this planner years ago, but we have finally brought it all together and created this physical planner for you to help you in your business. When I first started my business, I was working a nine to five, had a new baby, and I was juggling all of the things while trying to get my business off the ground and running. And even as I continued to grow my business for a few years, it was as a solopreneur. And so I really had to have a clear plan of action and a roadmap for what I was focused on every single day so that I didn't have to waste time sitting in overwhelm or wondering what I was going to be working on. 
I started implementing the practices inside of the new 90-day brand Mary Planner back in 2016 when I was juggling all the things similar to probably what you're doing right now as you work to grow your business. I spent a few years tweaking it until finally at the beginning of 2020, I felt like I had mastered the 90-day plan. That also just so happens to be the same year that I doubled my revenue, and I don't think that it was by chance. I really think it came down to having a really clear roadmap and intention on what I was going to be working on and what would yield the biggest results in my business. So we have created this beautiful planner for you. It is an 8 by 5 by 11 to serve as your key signature planner specifically for your business. It's not necessarily a place to jot down every single thing that you are doing in your life. We can save that all for our automated Google calendars, please. Those are on our phone. This is really for you to be intentional with the plans of your business. Now, of course, inside of the planner, there are tons of strategies because if you know me, you know, and it's so important in how you show up in your life how to plan. We talk about your business in general, how you plan your business around really important events in your life, and making sure that you're checking in with yourself on a regular basis. This planner covers all of the areas that I talk about when it comes to building a sustainable business. So if you feel like you set these really big intentions for the year, but then you don't have a clear roadmap and action plan for actually executing those pieces, this planner is for you. If you feel like you can really get overwhelmed with all the different things that you could be doing in your business and don't actually take the time to map it all out and break it all down into bite-sized pieces, then this planner is definitely for you. If you feel like you are always running your business on full throttle, not taking time to actually check in with yourself or see how your business is feeling and make those adjustments regularly, then you guessed it. This planner is for you. This planner was really designed to help you build your sustainable business while making sure that your business doesn't take away from the beautiful life of freedom that you desire. You can head to brandmary.com slash planner to grab your planner today. Again, it's brandmary, B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y.com slash planner. You can also sign up for some additional resources that you get once you purchase the planner to help you improve your time management and productivity. I can't wait for you to get your hands on this and see how it supports you in building your sustainable business and life of freedom. Now we got to back it up a little bit because in order to get to this place, you better know your audience. We are no longer kind of assuming who our audience is. We need to know them so well that we can answer this question with confidence. We either need to say, oh yes, this is totally valuable for my audience because X, Y, and Z, or no, I actually don't think this connects with my audience at all and it needs to wait. It needs to go back to the bank. Now, I want you to think about the different ways that you can provide value to your audience. It's not just do this to make X amount of money or here's my number one tip to feel less ease. 
to feel less stress. <laughs> it can be in the form of entertainment. It can be in the form of inspiration. It could be that you just made them freaking laugh. It could be that you made them think about something that they're doing in their everyday life that they actually don't want to be doing. I call this the mirror value piece, right? You're holding up a mirror to their everyday life. It could be a transformation that you provide them. It could be that you get them to stop doing something. Value can come in so many different forms. So when you're asking yourself this question, and again, you really need to understand your audience to say, oh yeah, this is valuable to them because they're having a stressful Monday and they just need a good laugh. So I'm sharing the story as a way to kind of break the tension. At the end of the day, if it doesn't provide value to your audience in the form of inspiration, entertainment, moving the needle forward in their life or their business, a tip or a tool, then it needs to wait. If your audience doesn't particularly resonate with that, then it's not serving its ultimate purpose, which is creating an awareness and a loyalty to your brand. The second fear that I hear all the time is around sharing our story and the pieces that might be a little difficult. So the question I get is, do I have to share everything, Michelle? And how much is too much? So I'm gonna take it back to what I just talked about. If it provides value, it's not too much. If it provides value to your audience, then there's no way that it could be too much information. Let's think of some of the most amazing women out there who are talking about female body image who are literally posting images of themselves in their underwear, to which a lot of people might say, wow, that's a little bit too much. I didn't need that on my feed. But they know their audience. They know that their audience resonates with that. They know that their audience needs to hear and see this because they're dealing with body image. And so they're creating that content for their audience, nobody else. So if you feel like your story that you want to share, although it might be scary, it might be a look behind the curtain, if it will provide value to your audience, then I encourage you to share it. At the end of the day, it's about transparency. It's about showing up and really building that know, like, and trust factor with your audience. But there's a couple things I want you to keep in mind. Number one is that it might not be the right time to share that story. Oftentimes we're like, wow, this is really valuable. I think that my audience could get a lot out of this, but it doesn't feel the right time for you. An example that I use often when I talk about this is the birth of my son. When my son was born, I was still going through a very rough postpartum experience, even months and months into my actual journey as an entrepreneur. And although I would touch on the fact that, yes, I had a child, I didn't go into great detail about my postpartum experience and what that taught me because I was still in the thick of it. Now I talk about it openly because I've done that work and I've come out on the other side so I can provide value about it. Had I shared it in that moment, it probably wouldn't have been as valuable to my audience. I wouldn't have been able to give them some suggestions on how to move through it or share what I had learned because it was still too raw. So that's a really great example of something that is valuable to your audience, but you might just need to wait a little bit. Another example, is based on your specific specific niche. So let's use this example of relationship coaching. Let's say you're a relationship coach, okay? You've been a relationship coach for a while, uh, but you're going through a divorce, okay? You wouldn't wanna necessarily share that you're going through a divorce with people that you ultimately want to hire you to help them with their relationship. 
So that's not necessarily something that I would want to put out into the open. And I'm going to go a step further and say, if you're currently dealing with that in your everyday life, maybe you should rethink what you're teaching people. This all goes back to the story. It all goes back to being honest and vulnerable and transparent. And I'm never, ever encouraging anyone to lie about their life as a way to appear like they have it all together. But let's say that that person takes a break from relationship coaching as they move through their divorce and they've gone and they've made it to the other side of their divorce and they've learned so much about themselves and relationships and they've read books and now they understand what happened. Now they can share that information with value and support their future clients. So there's a couple things you need to keep in mind when those fears start bubbling up for you around, is this too much? Do people actually need to hear that? And it's number one, does it feel good to you? Is it still a little too raw or have you worked through some of it to actually provide value? And number two, would it hurt my actual niche or the career that I'm creating if I shared this in this moment? The final thing I want to touch on in this video is the idea of storytelling. So oftentimes when we think of story, we think about the books that we read, the movies that we watch, and the fact that they have a beginning, a middle, and an end. Not every single story that you need to put out in the online space needs to have a beginning, middle, and an end. You will create content that tells a story and paints a picture of where you were before, what happened, and where you are now. Those are really great selling pieces for your audience to say, hey, this is where I was, this is what I did, hint, that's what I'm selling you today, and this is where I am now, right? Great testimonial pieces as well. But I also encourage you to sprinkle in story and every single piece of your content as a way to get your audience to remember you. Now, when you sprinkle in, you don't have a lot of room to paint an entire picture of a beginning, a middle, and an end. But I don't want you to shy away from using that as a way to share story. I'm going to give you an example. Let's say I'm releasing a new content calendar as a free gift, and the idea of the Instagram post is, hey, this is the content calendar, this is what you're going to learn, and this is how you get your hands on it. But I want them to remember this. So I might say a sentence that says, when I started my business with a baby on my hip and working a nine to five, I knew I had to get out into the online space and share my content. But I was so overwhelmed with what to post and when that I found myself freezing up. Luckily, I created a content calendar and I've been using that content calendar for two years and as a result, I created a six-figure business. I didn't tell them everything that happened. What I did do though is paint a picture and tell a story. You can imagine that baby on my hip. You can imagine me working a nine to five and growing this business. You can relate to the fact that creating content is super overwhelming. And as a result, you want to get your hands on this resource. So by sharing this story, I've made a connection with my audience. I've told them what's possible for them, even though right now it might not feel like it. And as a result, they're going to be more likely to take action on my call to action. So don't think that every single piece of story that you have to put out there has to have that clear beginning, middle, and end. It can be a simple sprinkle of a sentence or two in your content as a whole. Okay, I want you to go out there and start sharing your story. At the end of the day, no matter where you are in your business, the one thing that you have freaking solid is your story. They're your past chapters. 
Get really, really good at identifying those pieces of your story, past chapters, and everyday life, and how they relate to your audience. And I promise you, that's where the amazing amazing engagement comes from. That's where the DMs come from. That is where your community of loyal fans come from. They're here for the story. It's up to you to actually share it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Brand Mary podcast, and congrats on taking this time for your future self. If you want to continue to gather information and inspiration, plus check out the links from today's episode, be sure to visit brandmarypodcast.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-M-E-R-R-Y podcast.com. Tons of free resources and links from today's episode are available for you there. And in addition, I have free resources, blogs, and free gifts over at brandmary.com. You can connect with all of my amazing tools to help you build the life of your dreams. I'll be back next week with another episode, and I'll talk to you then. We love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram, and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM, and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.